Welcome back to the nerdy news you need to know throughout the week on iHeartRadio and podcast services around the world, because my name's Hoodie. And I am the reigning, defending, undisputed <laughs> Chesapeake Award show winning sh- morning show of yep. champion mm-hmm. Kevin. I did it kind of. <laughs> we'll get that one right. And you're officially listening to this Thursday episode of what, Kev? Crisis on Infinite Podcast. Yeah, if, you, if you can tell, I don't get awards often. That's okay. You know what? Show it off again. Now we can describe it again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so here's the thing. I actually put this in our little dump we call for our prep for the show of make sure you remind people every time Kevin's award winning and uh, award winner Kevin, we made sure <laughs> five minutes within the city with Mr. Eric V for dinner last night. I was like, hey, you thank this man. He got an award over or you congratulate this man. He got an award. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I came from your bosom, Eric, and now I'm award winning. Your bosom. <laughs> I'm your bosom product. I don't know. I don't know what you're going to do there. Uh, but we got a jam-packed show for you today. As in the title, which you can see above or below or on the side. I don't know, wherever you're watching this. We are talking about Transformers Rise of the Beast. It's summer movie, summer blockbuster season, y'all. Full swing, full effect. Talking about that. We'll have non-spoiler review of it for you. Then do the spoilers at the end of the episode. So don't worry. We got you covered no matter if you're seeing the movie, you're waiting for it. Or maybe it'll be on Paramount+. Plus. It'll be the, like the first Transformers movie to go to a streaming service like directly, which is cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, actually, I'm looking for tracking for this movie. I wonder what it's tracking at this week. And I actually scratched that. Bumblebee was on like Prime Video like a month after it came out in theaters. I remember that in like 2018. It was a crazy time in 2018 because I, I believe in the, the two-week span, it was Aquaman, Bumblebee, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And guess what? All three of those movies... Getting sequels that come out this year. This year is crazy. <laughs> um, but we're obviously talking about that. Giving an update on our Fantasy Gaming League. An update on Captain America 4. And you know we have to talk about the Apple Vision Pro headset. And just who out of the two of us is going to get it first? Hint. I think it's someone who's award winning. Some would say. I ain't that award That, that award's a... Uh... Uh, you know, maybe it's made out of money. I don't know. My parents keep texting me, and I can't say what it is yet. But let me tell you something. We have a little bit of a news story for someone. Not right here on the podcast, but we can't wait to celebrate. It would celebrate. And the only way I'll get that thing is if it is the prize for a Chesapeake AP award. That, I mean, that's real, made out, that, that plaque's made out of real gold, right? <laughs> yes, real gold plated. Yes, there exactly. you go. There you go. But you can see everything we're talking about. So much more by going to hot995.com slash crisis crew, or you can keep it locked, keep it enjoying all the funny memes we've been posting of the, I'm going to call it the Dust Bowl or whatever you want to call it, of going on the East Coast at, at infant underscore pods on the Instagram or Twitter. Let me tell you, it's hard to breathe outside, and I'm glad we don't live in New York. It's it's pretty real outside, I'm not going to lie. Um uh, I talked to our one of our head meteorologists every morning, and she was like, "Yeah, this is this is not a, this is serious. This is uh, not a, like a cute thing." You like, "Oh, maybe some thunderstorms, you know." Get right. no, 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 stay in the house. It's, yeah. it's going to be bad. And uh, if you are a runner, probably just take a break the next couple of days. You know, you don't need to do it this weekend. <laughs> just jog in place and like in the bathroom and steam it right. up. And feel the same way. There you go. You just put the fan on, even though that doesn't push exactly. any air on you. <laughs> exactly. um, but Kevin, where can they go to watch us live, record the podcast? Or on their own time and comment whenever they want. You can go to youtube.com slash even underscore pods to watch us on demand anytime you want. You can scroll back to as far as, I don't know, what, a year or two ago maybe? A year ago because we actually been doing the videos 
for over a year now. We did it Memorial Day weekend is when we started doing the videos. Graciously, I said, well, I've done a year of videos with Kevin. I'm going to take a vacation. That's how that worked out. Uh, <laughs> but we've been doing videos for a year solid. You can go back June 7th, 2022, whatever day that was. I don't remember specifically. And watch either our interview with Ethan Page, AEW's Ethan Page. You can watch us talk about whatever movies came out last June, which who remembers? Because time is a construct right now. <laughs> exactly. Or you can watch us live like JP Perry. You watch uh, Casual Kiss Graming, Andy Drogon. Cool story, bro. Watch us at twitch.tv slash underscore pods, and we can see our pretty faces live. Pretty faces. And then pretty pretty. I will say that. One's, one of them's award winning, so. Me. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> uh, but we always start the podcast properly with what you doing. We talk about the things we've been playing, things we've been watching, lives we've been living. Because it is Thursday, your boy gets to go first. Happy to say, continuing secession. So far, so good. I uh, watched two more episodes, and that show does a real good job. I think I'm in season two. If I did the math right, yeah, and I'm just like. Hey, we're going to do this, spend the whole episode talking about it, and then will, did it happen by the end of the episode? I don't know. I got to watch the next episode to find out. I feel like the, when you watch a TV show after the fact, seasons are a construct. Mm-hmm. You're just watching a bunch of episodes back to back to back to back to back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's no break. You know, There's no, there's no one year or two year break. <laughs> uh, I just love also in the twitch.tv slash infinite underscore pods, Andy Drogon says we need to make a giant lanyard or a chain for your plaque award so you can hang it up on your neck at all times. <laughs> I'm not, I love that. Actually. I'm down for it. I mean, if that's what you want, Kevin, for your birthday next year. It wouldn't be that hard because like, they have like the hole in the back where you mm-hmm. mount it, so you mm-hmm. just have to put it up all in right. that and then we'll, just hang it. We'll work on something. Um, but I don't know if you talked about this, Kevin. Um, obviously, we've been playing Tears of the Kingdom. We talked about that on Monday, playing a little bit more on that. Did you talk about slash watch the Ted Lasso season, series finale? I briefly talked about it, but I'm going to talk about it with somebody else now. Okay. <laughs> I finished it. My God, is everyone overusing the father and son song from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2? That's your non-spoiler part. If you haven't seen the finale, maybe skip like two minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me go with the spoiler thing. There you go. There you go. Um, but, yeah, I watched it finally, just playing a little bit of catch-up of everything I missed over the past week. And um, thought it was good. I am interested in, like, so what's happening still? I feel like you kind of left things open-ended, which is great. That's fine. But are we getting these characters? Are we staying in this world? Is it coming next year? I mean, usually Ted Lasso is pretty easy to film. so. Yeah, and the, and the thing I've been seeing a lot of people say is that um, um, they, they marketed it as the season three finale, not the series finale. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's still hope that it's some kind of spinoff, some kind of continuation of the series. I will be up for it. Um, hopefully it doesn't it doesn't go like Scrub season nine for Bill Lawrence. When they're like, no, let's keep going up, JD. Let's go again. No, Ted Lasso's <laughs> back in Kansas. No one wants to watch that. No one cares about that. I would, may, I would maybe watch that because they, they, they didn't really say if he got back with his uh his um uh, strange wife. Yeah, they, see, yeah. that's another thing they left open ended. Um, but. Clearly, like her her boyfriend therapist, weird, was acting like a jerk during that game. So maybe maybe they kind of soured soured her on him. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, uh, um, I would. But I would like to see a Roy Kent led uh, AFC Richmond series. I mean, that, yeah, that's cool. that's kind of where they went. Oh, oh, kind of the open ended things they have that. Whereas Roy is the captain of um, Richmond AFC Richmond. Had to get off the top of my head. Um, they're now in the Champion League, which. 
whatever, explain that soccer football thing you want, go ahead, with Beard and Nate being assistant coaches. And then we have uh, Rebecca, the owner of the team, teaming up, teasing with Keeley, a women's uh, football team for AFC Richmond, which would be pretty cool because I like that in the the final game they had all the fans just kind of connect or come to the game, like the soccer player that Ted played soccer with, like in his neighborhood. I'm like, that'd be pretty dope if they had that actress – Beyond the yeah. AFC Richmond women's team, and it's like, ha, oh, that's really cool. And then, obviously, that actress gets like speaking roles and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm, I'd be down for that. I'd totally be down for that. And then uh, it was also kind of cool how they um they did what they kind of do in Green Bay, Wisconsin, where the the, the town owns the team. Mm-hmm. So she sold her shares, but it was to the fans. Like I thought that was a really cool cool night because honestly, I try to get into get into like the Premier League soccer sometimes. I kind of like Man- Manchester United. Not because of well, hot spurs, Tottenham hot spurs all the way. That's funny. That, that's 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 favorite team of, of um, a guy on my show, Brian. He mm. loves Tottenham. 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 Um, because he's he trying to actually go to uh, the Ravens game in London next year, this year because they're playing in Tottenham oh, Stadium. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like Manchester United because of, because of um, a Euro trip mm. that scene in Euro trip when they, when they went to fight the guy in France. That's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Um, but I would like to see like like, like I said a, a, a female. Is there a female Premier League? I don't even know. There is. I mean. Every team, I mean, as far as I know, I think every team has a women's version of that. And that this is more European rest of the world football is that the club is still called AFC Richmond. The U.S. is kind of different where we have like D.C. United. I think it's the D.C. Spirit um, for okay. soccer teams locally. But in everywhere else is still AFC Richmond, but it's just the women's team. Yeah, um, I'm more looking at it right now. It yeah. says Chelsea women, Man United women, Arsenal women. So yeah, everything's women. Mm-hmm. It's still the same, the same club. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, and I think by doing that, whether it is you have Roy be the captain of that team or figure it out, out I think it'd be really cool. Um, but yeah, I liked it a lot. It was very emotional. Did cry a little bit. And now that chapter has moved on, I'm ready for after party season two to come out in July, baby. Speaking of that, I have to watch just two episodes of the other show too. So that's Seth Rogen's show. I missed the last. Two. Yes, uh, with Rose Byrne. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. It's it's not uh, like shrinking where it just kind of takes you over. Like, which mm-hmm. is amazing, but it's still pretty funny. What it's it's, it's honestly kind of like uh, Neighbors Three, just with strange that's, friends. That's what we neighbors. want. I mean, that's kind yeah. of what we want. <laughs> um, but Kevin, that's what I've been doing. Kevin, what you have been doing? Award winner, sir. Uh, what have I been doing? Winning Absolutely awards, nothing, probably. Uh, <laughs> I made let me wait lunch for the kid. The kids upstairs in the room right, right now right, doing, right. God knows what. She knows. It's so, it's so funny. Being this kind of parent now, she has a dance recital in two weeks, but she will not stop doing cartwheels, flipping around the house. I'm like, you need to stop because <laughs> if you can't dance, people will be mad at you. Mm-hmm. Like she has, she has to lead a dance. I'm like, you're the leader. You can't. You got. You got to be a leader. You can't just be doing stuff. Um, so preparing for that. Um, even though it's it's a ways out, I'm, I, I think I'm booking my hotel for my Disney cruise next year. Yes, just so I can mm-hmm. get it out the way. <laughs> Might need to also save some money, maybe not get the expensive hotel because you're gonna have to get a hotel <laughs> later a week oh, yeah. after that. So <laughs> it's only gonna be one for one night, so, and like the the hotel I look I'm looking at is like right next to the cruise port. Oh, okay. So hopefully, it's, hopefully it's just a quick over. little eight dollar Uber to the cruise port. Yeah, because you car. definitely they won't, definitely won't let you walk over. You definitely have to like drive over. <laughs> Use your suitcase to float, and oh we're just going to paddle over to the boat. They're going to let us off. Why, there are no courtesy shuttle. No. Oh, okay. No. no, 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 no. <laughs> um, 
I did see that they 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 released a date for Ahsoka. I, I thought it was date was already released, but I guess that was like a big thing now. August twenty third. Third, correct. Yes. Also, fun fact: Secret Invasion comes out in two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. So excited about that because I mean we've been dry for a while. <laughs> not not just Marvel shows, but just shows in general. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I'm excited. I think. It's a great excuse to get on Disney Plus because I'm not going to lie. I need something to watch on Disney Plus. Well, Avatar is out, so I guess I got to watch yeah, that I was over say, a week. Watch Avatar release today. <laughs> I, I was going to joke with you and say, when you, when you, what time do you think you want to stream today? I was like, well, I'm going to watch Avatar first, so maybe around 7. <laughs> <laughs> um, went to the movies with you guys last night. That was fun. That was yes, a fun time. We'll was talk fun about time. that I'm, in our, pre, our, our, our theater review of the review our of the movie. Yeah, review. Yes, yes. And I, I got to say, though, Tyson's. I, in a world where they say every mall is dying, Tyson's Gallery is not dying. It I seems think like it's thriving. Oh, this is Tyson's Corner, not Tyson's yeah. Gallery. Tyson's <laughs> Gallery is the fancy one. This is the Nova in me. You got to get it right. You got to get that. it right. Sorry, it's the Baltimore, Baltimore thing. You know, it's essentially <laughs> that almost. Uh, DMV and Baltimore, two different things. Yeah, Tyson's Corner is the mall mall you go to. Tyson's Gallery is like all the expensive shops, all the expensive restaurants. They're like next to each other, mind you. You can yeah. take a metro technically between them two. Uh, but Tyson's Corner has, like I showed you, the big-ass new Apple store that like is the was the first Apple store ever in the world, which is kind of cool. Yeah, we actually walked by that Apple store. Uh, you say it was like refurbished, something like that. Yeah, so it, the mall used to be in a different corner of the, uh, uh, or the the store used to be in a different corner of the mall. They pushed it closer to kind of the central hub, where everything goes on by Shake Shack a little bit. I call that the central hub at least, and uh, makes them all look a little newer, you know, which is good. Because here's the thing: we've all been through mall reconstructions. I'm going to say it right now. I know I'm invading your time, Kevin. Lynn Haven, Lynn Haven Mall in Virginia Beach, Virginia, got done dirty. That mall used to be two stories, and they converted it into one story. Never the same. Never the same. <laughs> well, I mean, kind of the same fate. Um, when I was a kid here, uh, we had Owings Mills Mall, and they don't, they don't exist no more. They, 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 they just bowled it down and put up a Costco and a Giant in a big old parking lot. So Owings Mills Mall is just gone. <laughs> it's yeah. not even there anymore. You can't even tell. Just keep, keep it as it is. Put the new stores in. That's all we need. Everything else is fine. The food court was great. You could literally do a lap around the food court, and they had good food everywhere. Gone. <laughs> the one store I missed the most probably out of the mall experience of, like, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s, mid-2000s, is Suncoast. Suncoast Video, which, if you didn't know what oh, that man. is, it was essentially FYE, but cooler. Everything it was all, yeah. It's completely dark in Suncoast Video, so you had to, like, <laughs> what video is this? Hold it up to a red light. Like, oh, that's an adult video. Put that away. Yeah, they were, they were in the back and they had, had like a piece of a, a plastic over. You can't see mm-hmm. what it was. And like you but could totally was, just push it over and see what it was. <laughs> Ooh, look at that, Debbie does Dallas. Uh, but it, it, it was Get so it, cool. <laughs> but it was so it was it, it was so. It, I feel like that, that at, at the beginning, the very beginning, infant stages of, of like internet fandom, mm-hmm. where you can actually go out and have a communal experience. Like, oh, you like you like. Indiana Jones. I love Indiana Jones too. We have, have conversations about the movie. Family There's Guy Indiana toys everywhere. You know, yeah. Toys everywhere, collectibles, mm. um, stand ups, like so, so much stuff. And then that and like kind of like Fye, but not like Fye. People people that worked at Suncoast were nerds too. Mm-hmm. So you, got, you actually have conversations mm-hmm. while you're checking up. Kind of like how GameStop is still mm-hmm. to a degree. No, but, it uh, is not to a degree. Like <laughs> I believe I worked at a GameStop. I know who works there. <laughs> well, sometimes I go to GameStop and like, what do you want? 
Seventy dollars here. Okay. Like, well, exactly. that, you know, they just started, you know, or they were broken. <laughs> they were broken. Uh, other than that, I haven't really done anything else. Um, I had some chicken tenders. They were pretty good. Right. Other than that, I'm good. Well, let's get on into it. It's time for the news. It's time. The news. So first things first. We are breaking down sort of an update on our Fantasy Gaming League draft so far, because now we're really, some would say, halfway through the year, at least for game-wise, majorly, pretty much, uh, because we just had the reviews tallied and finalized for two games that we both drafted this month, Diablo 4, Street Fighter 6. It looks like Street Fighter 6 came out a little bit more on top, at least with reviews, Got a 92 out of 100 on Open Critic. Diablo 4 got an 89 out of 100. So if you had a dog in the fight, Street Fighter 6 was the way to go. Uh, however, while Kevin did draft Street Fighter and get 23 points from it, he is still 100 points behind <laughs> on w- the fantasy w- Woefully league. behind. Woefully behind. My only hope is really Spider-Man, Mortal Kombat, and Forza. That they well, do something crazy. You also have Final Fantasy 16 coming out this month, which I heard is yeah good previews. We'll find out when it actually comes out. But yeah, look, I'll be buying you buying you a pizza. Do you want one of those papadillas from Papa John's? Oh, I don't maybe? want those papadillas. I want an actual pizza. Here's the thing: Moore and I are in a on a, a pizza dry area. We found out there is not a go to like pizzeria. Not even like local pizza, not even a Domino's, Papa John's, or Pizza Hut in our area that we can order pizza and they'll one either deliver or it's worth the drive to go to. It's like an hour to go to the Pizza Hut and it's not worth it. I'm going to say something really unpopular. When it comes to pizza and pizzerias, they all taste the same to me. I I can't think there's a difference between pizzas, man. (laughs) I'll make the analogy. Pizza... Pizza Hut's like Pizza Hut, Domino's, Papa John's. They're your go-to action movies, you know? They're yeah. like, you know, you can always go and have a good time. It's your popcorn flick. You're going to enjoy it regardless. Even if it tastes bad, you're still going to eat it. I'll tell you what, too. The A24 pizza is Lido's. Like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. Why don't, oh, I always forget about Lido's. They don't cut corners. <laughs> They're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so fun facts. Kevin still has on his board Marvel Spider-Man 2, Final Fantasy 16, Hollow Knight Silk Song, which who the hell knows when that game's coming out. Forza, whenever that comes out, Mortal Kombat 1, Pikmin 4. For me, games I have on my board that haven't come out yet. Uh, Starfield, The Last of Us multiplayer game, which, interestingly enough, looks like it's going to get delayed, according to this. Assassin's Creed Mirage, Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon, and I bid on AEW Fight Forever. Because I have faith, baby. You know, WWE 2K23 did great. AEW probably give me 7 points instead of 8 points. Yeah, maybe uh, I feel like maybe wrestling games have kind of got reawakened by WWE, and mm-hmm. there's a few other like um, independent wrestling games that are pretty good as well. Mm-hmm. You might have a shot there. You might have a shot there. We're gonna have a good time. We're gonna try and try and dabble in that later when it comes out this month. Will it be good? We'll find out. <laughs> we shall find out. Uh, but what we did find out though, Kevin, is that unfortunately the NWO New World Order is not for life. No. <laughs> Thanks to a, uh, I guess, a on-screen picture posted by Anthony Mackie yesterday. We showed him talking to Harrison Ford was pretty cool. So Harrison Ford actually is on Pretty set. cool photo, you know? <laughs> yeah. But he did reveal that the, the new title of Captain America 4 is Captain America 4, or Captain America, Brave New World. Which, hey, that's great if you love Brave New World, the book, back in high school. 
And I didn't read that one. Uh, <laughs> wasn't in Baltimore County curriculum for me. No, it was in mine about a couple years later. So what happened, Kevin, between the two of us? No idea. But it, it is still on track to release on May 3rd of next year. So that's good news as well. Yeah, which is really cool um, that, you know, that's going to be the tentpole Marvel movie like Guardians was this year. Obviously, the Avengers movies. Um, shaping up to be really dope. We know Seth Rollins is in the movie, uh, as well as a villain that may or may not be like immediately defeated. I, I probably have a feeling on that one. Um, uh, but it's really cool. Like Kev said, Harrison Ford on set, really the image you can see at infinite underscore pods is I'm talking off screen. What revealed the title really was that there, uh, Harrison Ford sitting in one of those little fabricy, you know, studio seats that has the new yeah. title on it. No, it wasn't a working title. It's what it actually is. Other cool thing is we see Anthony Mackie's new suit, which has been leaked, been rumored. We didn't really talk about it too much, but it's going for more the Winter Soldier-y vibe for Captain America, at least Chris Evans' version. I wonder if it's still vibranium. That actually is a good question. Why would you give yeah. up the vibranium for a normal suit? Like, you know, I, I guess it, it probably is because... And I'm kind of forever sure she's out here. She's not really anywhere anymore, and I'm pretty sure she can probably access... I mean, uh, I wouldn't put it past them that the metal on the suit, the gray like metal patches, maybe that's the vibranium part. It's a little more mobile, you know, a little nanotech, a little bit. And supposedly, whenever they do um, assemble again, she's going to be like the Tony Stark person that builds everything for the Avengers. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm not mad about for a while. Whenever we get to Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty, whenever that will happen, I, I am still not prepared for what's going to happen to Sherry. I have an idea what's going to happen to Sherry. Yeah. It's going to break everybody's heart. If you, you want me to share? No, I don't. I do not want you to share. Okay, Actually, you know what? You. Just give me a five words or less on what you think will happen. Put it in your head. Think it out. <laughs> I'll tell you. Hold on. Before you do it, this is the best part of watching this live on Twitch.tv. Because you literally just saw Kevin mouthing to himself what it was in five words or less. <laughs> her, her, her last words will be, show them who you are. Okay. Okay. It's going to be to, oh gosh, ah, I get chills thinking about it. If we oh get there, gosh. if we get there, who knows? We got to wait for this there. damn writer strike. So AMTP, get it together, man. <laughs> Pick your writers. It's not that hard. Uh, um, but yeah, so we got that coming out next year. But something that's most likely coming out, not this year, I doubt. Most likely next year, I'm assuming, is Apple has entered the chat on terms of virtual slash augmented reality. Because they just revealed the Vision Pro, aka their VR headset that will cost you $3,499 and some cents plus tax. Yeah, so, I mean, if, if, if you're in the market. <laughs> if anyone's in the market, come buy us one too. We'd appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, things are going to be released early, early next year. Um, they, wasn't, they didn't really say when it's releasing, which is interesting. Uh, but there'll be more announcements later this year. They said really more about it than anything. The funniest thing was like uh, looking at like live tweets from from during this Apple event. Mm -hmm. Everybody was saying no, it's gonna be around two thousand dollars. It's gonna be fifteen hundred dollars. It's gonna be two thousand dollars. Like thirty five hundred. Like oh y'all way off. <laughs> uh, interestingly enough, our friends at uh, Tossy Station actually made this tweet of what you can get for thirty four ninety nine money dollars like that is either one one Apple head uh one Vision Pro I gotta get that right it's a headset Pro or 
a TV, a PlayStation, an Xbox, a bunch of video games. Oh, you can get a Steam Deck as well and a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> you can get an amazing uh, audio system for your home for theater for $3,500. No, honestly, for under $3,500, mm-hmm. you can do that. You can get a lot of lights, baby. You're going to be like, woo, I'll never have to go to the theater again. <laughs> Actually, how, how much is Apple's like a uh, computer? Oh, so I mean, depend. An Apple computer depends what you want. Like my MacBook that I'm using, I think was like eighteen hundred dollars, which, mind you, is a lot of money. But like that's kind of the normal rate for their laptops, at least the MacBook Pros. An iPad will cost you starting at least four hundred dollars. Same thing with an Apple Watch, like three hundred dollars. If you want the new version, we all know Apple products are expensive. You're paying really for the brand when it comes to Apple products and a little more of the simplicity, at least when it comes with compared to Apple, uh, Amazon, Amazon, Android products. Um, but this is the most expensive VR set we've heard about. You know, we have the Oculus. We have, uh, I think it's HTC Vive. We've, uh, we have P- PlayStation VR. All those, yeah, you could probably buy all those in the same price as a as a, a Vision Pro. See, so a Mac Pro is seven thousand dollars. Okay, well, so, that's the big that's the big dog. Like, yeah, you I, are was, like, I was curious how much it was. This eighteen hundred dollars, a, a reasonable eighteen hundred dollars. Reasonable eighteen hundred dollars. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, you, got, you got big moves. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it was an investment. We wrote it off for taxes because we mainly use it for work. So exactly. Everything uh, the world keeps on spinning. But Kevin, it's kind of things you saw about things that stood out to you. Anything really for me, it was cool that I don't know if it's cool, but it's weird that <laughs> once you put the, the headset on, it kind of like takes a picture of your eyes and broadcasts it on the front of the screen so people know what you're looking at. You know, it's weird. So um it it I think it's a really cool concept to be able to basically AR your life, so mm. you can control everything. Tony Stark style, you can actually control your stuff. You can actually pull out your spread screen, throw it up on a screen. You know, like, up on the screen, you can go. You can go into your business meetings, your teams meetings here. Um, you know, you get up. You, you can FaceTime. You can watch Disney Plus movies with like more data on on all the stuff. The real cool thing I thought it was for it would be used for too was actually for like you know business for like, like you can use it for construction blueprints. You can use it for medical research. All that stuff is I think is really cool. But I do think the price of $3,500 is way too high for mm. a consumer price. Mm-hmm. Maybe you do this for a, a year or two, to, just for like colleges and universities and research, sell it to them only, get the price down to maybe 2000 and then you release it to consumers. But $3,500 for a thing that I can't use. like, And plus the wire looks kind of weird. I don't like the wire that much. It needs to be wireless. I'm sorry. Oh, well, so it technically is wireless, but you get like a four-hour charge on it versus if you were to play, if you had a charge, if plugged in, it'd last you as long as you wanted. And I I, I feel like the, the it probably changed before it's actually released, but the design of the goggles is a little bit bulky mm-hmm. for an Apple product, so maybe they can do something about that. But great concept, but I, I'm questioning the, 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 the consumer release. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing with it mainly is Apple kind of is they overpriced their thing that kind of changes the game a little bit. And obviously, you know, we've had VR and augmented reality things before, but I think this is once Apple was doing it, we all kind of from the inklings they were announcing it knew that that's kind of how the mainstream gets into something. Um, like, let's face it, the iPhone when that first came out. Fifth, about 15 years ago now, or at least the first one came out, or iPod Touch, 
We're like, oh, that's cool. I don't know if I'll use that. I'll stick with my T-Mobile sidekick over here with the, t- the oh, keyboard and everything. Um, but I think, like, and then obviously now we're out. Everyone buys this, and you know, this phone is what like six hundred bucks. And you're like, okay, that's fine. Our upgrade Actually, or whatever. The first iPhone was six hundred dollars. It's five ninety nine. So about the same price still. They haven't really dropped in price at all. Yes, you just get more value. <laughs> um, I think that's probably where we're gonna see this. You're gonna see early adopters. Neither I'm gonna be honest. Neither of us are gonna be able to get it. It comes out next year. I have a wedding, can't afford it. Kevin's got a cruise, he can't afford it either. He's got we're yeah, doing, a family in a house. We also a have a, a trip coming up next year that we both won't be able to afford anything after that as well. Um, that I think it's cool, but you know when you see your Marquise Brownlee, you see all your tech insiders on YouTube, your iJustines do it. That's cool. Maybe I'll try like you said, or you or Eric said the other day. Oh, I'd like to try that at the Apple Store. That's really cool. Um, but eventually. Who knows? Five, ten years from now, that might be commonplace. We might be in a, an actual Ready Player One scenario, like everyone kind of memed the hell out of this past yeah. week. I mean, that's probably going to be the next step as Apple probably get get heavier into gaming mm-hmm. through through this system, and it, it'll be like you buy this to play games. You don't need to buy a console. You don't need to buy whatever. You buy this, and we'll, we'll release our games directly on this. Mm-hmm. That's probably a thing they could do. Um, but uh, also. Again, that that price, man. Like, you know, what it reminds me of when the first PS3 came out. Everybody was like, six hundred. What? No. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. As, as soon as that price point came out, they had lost that generation of the console war to Xbox. They're like, oh, we can get us for three hundred. We're good. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So obviously, test of time will show what it is. I mean, with it coming out next year, um, we'll just see what it is. I mean, Disney's on it, and then some game. Like, it's kind of cool. Like that that is the way of the future of like, you know, now you could be playing a game on your Switch while your wife or more could be watching something on TLC you don't really care about. This is all right, I'm going in, see you good night, and then you plug into this for the rest of the day. I and the weird thing is <laughs> you know it's gonna happen. There's a knob that like either you can show your eyes or you can flip the knob and dial it so it kind of like blurs what's going on in the screen. That's when you're gonna see everyone on the airplane be like, uh-huh, 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 and then like Oh, this is awkward. And then go back into the virtual space. Uh, other funny thing. I, oh, sorry. One more funny thing I noticed is this headset is made perfect for the Apple uh, AirPods Pro, which is the over the head headphones one because they oh, go yeah, right, right yeah. over the headset. Though I will say, if, if there's some kind of AR like uh, thing where you can actually put it on and be in Disney, I'm like, hmm, maybe I should buy this. I can just go to Disney anytime I want. <laughs> well, yeah, put the headset on. <laughs> we can't go this year. <laughs> can't go this year. We're gonna go. We're gonna go through that. What, what's it called? The Apple Vision. Vision system? Pro. We're going Vision Pro, baby. No, Vision Pro Disney this year. <laughs> I will tell you, uh, Vision Pro will probably, depending on your family size, could cost you the same amount as going to Disney. <laughs> point and they also did say too that you'll be able to watch certain live events with this in a different way yeah. so that that's kind of cool as well i thought like that's already been tried though with vr mm-hmm. like, like, do you remember when uh it was probably like two three, two, three years ago they had like those cameras on the corner of the rings in wwe it was yes yeah, like, so you get watching yeah yeah so maybe they'll try to do that again yeah. the right way i guess because we'll kind of fizzled out yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a cool thing is that like yeah you can't afford it now but it could be made affordable if not you know you're gonna watch the ride you know I didn't have an Apple Watch for the longest time. Got one this year. Enjoying it. You know, like AirPods, a lot of people getting them now because it's just like what's easier to get the AirPods than weird headphones. I still refuse to spend that much money on AirPods. I nah, just, just get the cheap version, baby. <laughs> get them at Best Buy. Get the like refurbished one. You'll be cheap. They'll be like 100 bucks. 
That's still too much. <laughs> uh, and then as we transition over into what you're here for, the main event, Transformers, Any Druga on the chat said, Hoodie, have I thought about doing wedding invite hacks where I send invites to billionaires? Because um, usually the secretaries or whoever's their assistant are the ones that send back things, whether it's, you know, here's a coupon, here's a promotional line or something. I think more and I are going to do that because I think our save, at least our save the dates are going to be like through Canva, which is cool. Saving some money there. You know, oh, Canva, yeah, there you go. Everybody loves Canva. Um, other thing is just, you know, shoot, shoot your shot, baby. I mean, worst case scenario, they just give you a thank you, but no. Hey, actually, this is interesting. I could put a Vision Pro on my registry instead of a PlayStation 5. <laughs> you know what? You can see what happens. Nothing's gonna happen. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Ain't nobody. Instead of just the the item itself, just put fun for Vision Pro. Hoodie doesn't. <laughs> Hoodie wants to go into real, virtual reality. You, you, you have a Vision Pro wedding. Uh, you and more you can just sit true. in your. Hey in, everybody. In your we don't want you. <laughs> yeah, you put your. We're putting our headsets on. You're there. We're not there though. We're not exactly. doing that. Like, <laughs> I love you. I love you. <laughs> I think you're there. We're, oh, you're not even here. You left. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Pastor. <laughs> sorry, Pastor. Uh, but let's get on into it, Kevin. It's time for the big dog. Kevin's favorite franchise of all time. I think we can arguably agree because throw up them toys, Kevin. After oh, yeah. you cough, <laughs> I, I got, got some toys here. I got a R.I.P. Got jazz, you know, old school jazz here. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I got a very—I don't know where I got this Optimus Prime from. He's very weird looking. Like you see, it's like feet. It's like yeah. Oh, you don't talk about this. Oh no, he died. Actually, is that from like the animated series? Maybe Optimus Prime. It, it might be actually. Okay. I, got, I don't remember where I got it from. And then I also have over here. Don't fall. I got Bumblebee. Yep. And side swipe from Transformer Adventures of Falling. <laughs> there you go. So Kevin's been collecting toys for forever. And that leads us to Transformers Rise of the Beasts. We both saw it. This is where the fun part of our reviews is we do a non-spoiler part. We rank it or we rate it. Transformers, we don't have a ranking because we kind of didn't do all the other movies because it is what it is with the Transformers franchise. And then we get into the spoiler parts, which, who doggy, you want to stick around for the spoiler parts for this one. That's okay. Um, but yeah, so we both saw it. Uh, I guess I'll start with the not the theater review, which you always love to hear our reviews about what happened in our screenings. Um, it was cool is that the theater we saw that actually had kids in the theater. They were part of uh, like a robotics club. I think it was like the DC robotics club, which is really cool to have them like they were building stuff before the theater and then they sat and saw the movie. But the interesting thing is when you get kids go see a movie, you also get their parents. And some of these parents, a little ridiculous in this movie theater. Kevin, talk about the parents of the robotics kids clubs. Because those are the ones that were being rowdy and or disturbing of everyone else enjoying the movie. It wasn't like an annoying where it was like they were talking on their phones. They were just talking about stuff that wasn't involved with the movie. <laughs> Watch the <loud>. movie! <laughs> Why are you so loud? Um, luckily, one Mr. Eric V got us Twizzlers, which was great to share. Twizzlers with her best friend who just every two minutes, here's a Twizzler. <laughs> here's a Twizzler. Yeah, I loved it. And then it stopped coming. I was like, oh, they're gone. No. <laughs> they're all gone. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, but obviously, you can't go to a crisis screw screening without something weird happening, which is one lady... We don't know if she's a parent. We don't know if she's a media member. She sat in the media section, uh, decided, 
I'm going to show up into the movie theater about 30 minutes into the movie with my flashlight on and point it directly at her faces. <laughs> I don't want you to get thrown out. I was like, <laughs> she must be a, a got immunity or something. Because I thought she was about to, yeah, I thought she'd get yeeted out. She didn't. And uh, she <laughs> she flashed us like four times with the flashlight. <laughs> and she was so loud. like it was, it was like she just showed up at like a, um, a cookout. How doing? All oh, the house. Is it good? I can't really sit behind you. I'm going to have a good old yeah. time. Yeah, she sat Shut behind up. us, which was interesting. And then she proceeded to ask, "What's going on in the movie so far?" Like, why did you show up 30 minutes late? If you didn't know, like, if you know, like I know, 4:95 at that time of day is terrible. You should have got here early, yeah. like I did. Should have left at three o'clock, like everyone else did, to get there at <laughs> seven o'clock screening. <laughs> this time yesterday, I'm literally going 4:95. I'm like, well, here's traffic. <laughs> Relax. Yep. <laughs> uh, but that was really the, the weird thing happened in our theater. Um, but we'll get into actually this non-spoiler review part of the movie. Um, I actually I liked it. I, I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. You liked it more than another movie you saw? <laughs> yes, before? which we'll be talking about next week. I did. Um, so did one atmospheric view who saw the video uh, the movie with us too. Um I thought it. I think whether it is you go in with low expectations or you know what the Transformers franchise is, like it's a good time, and that this is Transformers and Fast and Furious are the definition of the summer blockbuster movies of popcorn flicks. Furious or F? Wait, what is it? It was Fast X. There we go. I had to get through all the Fast and Furious movie names. Uh, was kind of weird on the plot. This one is, you know, the Transformers formula. We're gonna go with it, but you're gonna enjoy it. Yeah, it, it was fun. Even like going back to like um, I guess Transformers traditional storytelling, it's very traditional. The Autobots are something, the Decepticons slash the Terracons in this one are something, and they're always like four steps ahead of the Autobots. But mm. for some reason, the Autobots always win. It was right out of the eighties. I thought it was great. <laughs> it's, it's what we like. You got the touch. You got the power. <laughs> um, JB Perry in the chat said Optimus Primal and Rat Trap were are his favorite Transformers. Didn't get Rat Trap. As far as I know, but Optimus Primal was in the movie. Well, I mean, he's kind of heavily advertised and voiced by Ron Perlman. <laughs> I will say one of my least favorite parts of the movie was that Cheetor didn't get a lot of shine because I loved Cheetor back yes. in the day during Beast Wars. He was, like, um, he was kind of like kind of like the Bumblebee of the other other Beast Wars. Yeah, which I think they kind of got had to balance too because really like Transformers movie fans now like we know Optimus and Bumblebee in practically every Transformers movie, and everyone else kind of just rotates in and out based on who you need. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that's that's very true. Because uh, I mean, I tell you, over what he did. I think the the worst two deaths probably in cinema history. Maybe not like a top two, but like they're in like the conversation. Mm. Jazz in Transformers One and Ironhide in Transformers Three. That was terrible. Well, they had to do it like that. You're talking about cinematic history. Jazz just died as a as a punk by by Megatron in the first Transformers movie. And then Ironhide just just got snuck by Sentinel Prime. He got like, Come rusted. On, man. And it's like, no, not Ironhide. He was the cool one. He was the Clint Eastwood type one. <laughs> exactly. Do you want to see my guns? <laughs> uh, but Kevin, what else did you think about the movie? Uh, the human aspect, any of that? Human aspect was good because there wasn't a lot of them. There were basically th- five humans in the movie, I want to say. Yeah, something like no, that. There were more than that, but only five had major speaking roles. It was, mm-hmm. it was the mother, Anthony Ramos, his brother, the and girl. And the girl. And that was it. And I'm forgetting somebody. No, that was it. Oh, was it? So it was four, really. Main speaking cast, really. Yeah, I, I thought. I mean, everyone knows kind of the weak part, downfall of the Transformers movies is the the human talking parts. 
This one wasn't as bad. I think the story was kind of good because it was like a, a brotherly thing going on. I liked the kid, the the Anthony Ramos's brother. It wasn't really annoying. It was like, oh, that'd be cool. It'd be interesting if he that, and they kind of look similar. They they got good casting to make them look like actual brothers, you know. He was not as annoying as that kid in Black Adam. Good God. Mm-hmm. That kid was like, dude, shut up. Like, I'm about to punch you into space. Like, you are the worst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but the movie's like two hours long. It, like, it, it finished at like two hours and like ten minutes or something. And, at least it, and it moved it. pretty well. It wasn't any kind of stalling. It was kind of mm-hmm. just like the movie started. It kind of set you up. Here they are. They're stuck here, blah, blah, blah. Let's, let's go in and, and get through the whole thing and then set you home. Yeah. Send, send you home happy like they did. Um, I guess we'll go. Th- we'll, we'll save that for the spoiler part, the casting, because some of it is a little bit of spoiler in case you didn't know it. And we thought one of the characters was voiced by someone, and turns out, nope, was not voiced by him, but it sounded exactly like him for the most of the movie. Definitely was. They were like, oh, no, it wasn't. It was that guy. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's why we have the credits part of any movie to enjoy and figure out who played who. Um, but, Kevin, I guess I'll go first for my rating out of 10. We're going to do out of 10 big rigs. For one, Optimus Prime. I don't know. It sounds fun. Big rigs. I'm going to give it 8 out of 10 big rigs. Isn't a big rig uh, a syndicated show? It might be. But you know what we're going because Optimus Prime is a big rig. So <laughs> I would give it... I'll give it the same, actually. I'll give it 8.8 8 big yes. rigs. It's a, it's a B minus. C plus. It's a good movie. Yes. And why does it get an 8 out of 10? Well, that's because of what happens at the end of the movie but this is the part where if you haven't seen the movie fortunately you're gonna have to pause this right now then go see the movie then we'll break it all down for you in the spoiler part of the podcast or if you're a sadist like andy drogon or one at mr eric v you're gonna listen to us regardless and get it spoiled for you and let me tell you we are gonna spoil the ending of this movie for you immediately after we go into the spoiler part (laughs) Maybe Perry say make him leave. Yeah, well, we, can't, we can't make you leave, but I mean, still don't get it. You're going to wish hey, you saw it. Let me tell you, we saw this in theaters and we were like, my God, this movie just got instantly better. Did we not spoil the ending? No, it's this a spoiler part of the thing, Kevin. That's part of the right, podcast. Okay. okay. Hey, you've been in this podcast for about 35 to 40 minutes now. You know what you've heard. You've gotten a good episode out of us. Now here's for the P1s, the day ones, you listening to Hashtag Crisis Crew, the sadist like Andy Drogon, or if you watched the movie and came back to us later. I'll just get really mad because I'll actually see if, it, if it, that, that, that leaked online anywhere yet because I wanted to watch it again. Like, this is so good. This is so here's good. the thing. Kevin, throw it up. Throw up the spoilers. We're not going to say it yet. It has leaked online. The producers keep trying to discredit it. And then oh, okay. it actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Andy just said, uh, when, do I, when do I don't spoil anything? I did good with Spider-Man, Andy. I did he really did good. good. And he's doing good with the movie we're talking about next week. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah. That, that'll be a fun conversation. And I here's the thing. Kevin didn't see something in that movie, so I can't wait for that. Uh, but, Kevin... Let's talk about it. Transformers Rise of the Beast, the very end of the movie. We get what, good sir? You know what? I think I'm waiting for it. I think I'm waiting for it. All right. Well, let's go through I the entire plot. Kevin, do you want the honors because it is your expertise, or do you want me to do it so we can get quickly to the G.I. Joe part? Oh, I spoiled it. We get to the- <laughs> no! It wasn't me. So it wasn't me. We, we can quickly get to the end of the movie. <laughs> uh, you do it. You do it quicker than me. 
<laughs> my God. I pulled a you, damn it. I got you heard so, it here, folks. You heard it the so first time. I'm so excited to it talk about it. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. <laughs> um, so we find out in the distant future, which kind of was a confusing thing of like <laughs> the Unicrons and the Terracons are from the future. But from the past at the same time? <laughs> yeah, Beast Wars timelines are weird because in the cartoon, the Beast Wars, uh, the Beast of the Maximals are alive on Earth after the Ark crashes into Earth, but their Transformers are dormant. So it's weird. Yeah, uh, which yeah. we got a, kind of a weird connection with that later in the movie when Optimus Prime met Optimus Primal and like, wait, what? you were named after him. How does that make sense? The same age. Well, I don't know if we're about to have ages. Main movie <laughs> movie lore. Um, but we find out Unicron is devouring a planet inhabited by the Maximals. Uh, turns out the Maximals are kind of like Kevin said, ain't or older forms of of Autobots. Obviously, we find out Optimus Primal. We find is Air Razor. I think it is what it was. Correct. Yeah, Air Razor is is, is the eagle. Uh, Cheetor, uh, and then Rhinox was the rock the the rhino. Correct. I don't think Ronix had any lines either. He did not at all. It's, I think he might have had like, oh, we're with you. And that's it, exactly. like, <laughs> in the background. We find out they're on the run because uh, Unicron is sent down. I kind of like this. Scourge kind of was like the pariah figure or the Silver Surfer figure, which was really cool for Unicron. Uh, just like he was his servant and sent down to really do Unicron's bidding before Unicron feasted on a planet. Yeah, in the original movie... That's how Megatron is reborn. After Optimus Prime and Megatron kill each other, Unicron re like what, what's the word? Um, revives Megatron and becomes Galvatron, which becomes Unicron's basically emissary. Basically, okay, there you go. Um, we find out um, that the Terracons, uh, an army of Predacons, uh, which drones know, Scorponox is, 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 is were with them, which was cool because Scorponox we've kind of heard from like Transformers one to three, I think, because Scorponox was like the Transformer that and was it Barricade. I think were the Transformers oh, yeah. that like survived the movies and like just popped up randomly all the time. He got killed by Jetfire, like disgusting, mm-hmm. and just killed him. <laughs> um, but we find out that um, the Maximal leader sacrifices himself to allow the rest of the Maximals to escape the planet that they have. Kevin, what was the warp key called? Was it warp key? You're right, warp key. Yeah, warp time, key. Time key. Yeah. Uh, which you find out uh, pretty much allows any of the users with it to transport through a warp hole wherever they want. We find out that's what Unicron's after, so he can eat any planet he wants. The Maximals leave, and they take the warp key with them to Earth nine, thousands of years ago. And then we yeah. find out Unicron tells Scourge, you will follow them. And he goes, yes, my master. Uh, interestingly enough, we thought Scourge the entire time of the movie, because we didn't really look at casting before we saw this, was voiced by Stephen Bloom. Steve Bloom, who you know voices Zeb. Um, Toonami guy from Toonami. Um, thought that was the voice of Scourge. Sounded great like him. No, turns out it was everyone's favorite first version of the ghost from Destiny. It was Peter Dinklage was the villain. Peter Dinklage, yeah. He's still guy getting roles. <laughs> Haven't really seen him around much since... Um... Game of Thrones and what was that, Infinity War? Mm-hmm. But he's mm-hmm. still getting around. He's still getting around. Uh, but we find out we cut to uh, 1994 Brooklyn. I would say this movie had a great soundtrack. Uh, oh, Eric yeah. Eric himself said, like, this would be a great soundtrack to have of just, like, 90s hits, really, <laughs> of everything. And they started off strong. They started off with uh, Wu-Tang. Mm-hmm. So it was like, wow. Can't go wrong. Uh, we find out Noah, who is Noah's... Not Noah, Noah, which is Anthony Ramos's character, not Noah Centineo, uh, is an ex-military electronics expert. He's pretty, pretty much finding a job. 
Uh, it was kind of funny of like he is in in a family that in the heights is looking for a job, but they can't really find jobs. He has a brother who we find out has uh, sickle cell anemia. Sickle cell, sickle cell anemia. That obviously the family can't afford it, so they're trying to figure out how to do that. It's funny actually because in '94 my cousin had that. I remember actually going with her to the hospital to get her, get her infusions all the time. I was like, "Why? Wow, that kind of hits home." Mm. <laughs> Kevin got even more deep with this movie than exactly. he already well, was. I didn't expect. I'm I love to this franchise. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we find out uh, that. Obviously, Noah can't afford the the help pay for the hospital bills, so he turns to a life of crime, where he and his friend down the street decide to rob a, uh, a charity gala. Turns out the car they're robbing, well, much like uh, Transformer once, no, it's a Transformer, <laughs> because it is none other uh, than Pete Davidson being Mirage is the car he ends up stealing. And also the the other guy that was helping him out, the other uh, criminal was Tobe, and I can't remember pronounce his last name. Ingwe, he's like that. He was like he was like that guy during the pandemic that was releasing a lot of songs, mm-hmm. low key. That was like going blowing up. It was crazy. Like, oh, he's an actor now. Look, 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 look at him coming on up. Uh, yeah, it was really cool. Um, then on the flip side of that, we also find out about Elena, who is an intern at a museum, an artifact researcher. She notices that they the museum just in in in. Uh, intercepted a bird sculpture with a maximal symbol on it while she is looking at the 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 sculpture she accidentally triggers the sculpture to reveal it's the trans warp key and dun, 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 dun. obviously um with noah intercepting finding out pete davidson's mirage is a trans it's a transformer uh <laughs> mirage takes noah to meet with all the other transformers because they found out the trans warp key kind of shows off uh projection that they can see but the rest of the world can't see essentially so we find out it's optimus prime it's darcy who we found we found out was is voiced by liza koshi youtuber famous influencer there uh we get bumblebee and that's all we get for now i'll say for now also a quick quick uh, note too uh anthony ramos's mom was played by luna lauren villas who's also the mom in into the spider-verse Interesting. So she's in two movies. Two movies this summer. Yeah. Uh, so then we find out uh, that essentially the Autobots agree to work with Noah. If Noah finds the transwarp key for them, they'll pay for his hospital bills, uh, which they never really made good on that promise at the end of the movie. Uh, they, they, <laughs> they, they did it, but someone else they did. They did. Mega point. Uh, they break into the, the thing. Obviously, the Predacons and Scourge find out the transwarp keys at the museum. An all-out battle ensues. Scourge ultimately kills Bumblebee. You're like, oh, no. And here's the weird thing. We've had this entire timeline of, is this prequels to the Bayverse movies? We're like, well, if it is, Bumblebee and Optimus can't die because they pop up in those movies. This movie addresses what goes on at the end. We'll get to that. Um, Essentially, we find out uh, Scourge takes that transwarp key, but he doesn't have the other half. Turns out the Maximals split it up before anyone else could get it. This is where we find out Air Razor intercepts, uh, saves Noah, Elena, and the Autobots from Scourge killing everybody. Really like Scourge's design that he kind of was like collecting everyone's like uh, icon, whether it's Autobot, Decepticon, Maximal. It was really cool. Yeah, but he, he also sucked. I hate him. Yes, at the same time, he still sucked. <laughs> uh, we find out though uh, that during Elena's research, while she was looking at the key, she found out that other places that have kind of had similar interactions are in Peru. So this is where we find out that Noah, Elena, the Autobots, they're going to Peru, baby. And then they they got to Peru through the uh, help of another Autobot, who actually was a plane. 
But what, he wasn't a, a, a well put together plane. Yes. Now, Kevin, what was the name of that Autobot? Because I didn't know who it was. Uh, Stratosphere, voiced by John DiMaggio. Oh, that's cool. Good for him. John DiMaggio, I think, voiced Bender. Bender. Oh, well, he voices <laughs> Bender, but he voiced uh, John Goodman's Transformer in the in Last Night. Actually, he took oh, over. Oh, really? For that him. was him. Yeah. I didn't know that. He took over for him because John Goodman didn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> I had no idea, but I was wow, crazy. Yeah, a fun fact, a little voice actor there for you. Uh, so we find out it's a race to Peru between the maximal or um, the Autobots and the Predacons. It's always great figuring out the names, of everything. We find out that the other half of the Transwarp Key they assume is buried deep in this uh, ancient vault set made by the Maximals back in the day. Uh, Elena, Noah going to investigate. They find out that the key is gone. This ancient society, it's missing while they're being terrorized by a spider Predacon, spider transformer, whatever. Those are always the scariest ones, is the tiny ones that are thin and get at yeah. you in the dark that you can't find them. I thought it was kind of cool, too, because they, they kind of look like Frenzy from, again, the original Transformers mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. So it's weird seeing a movie, pay, pay homage to a movie that only came out, like, what, 12 years ago? 14 years, yeah, 13, 12 years <laughs> ago. Crazy. Um, <laughs> interesting enough, I forgot to mention this, the Autobots do run into Wheeljack, who is like in Peru turns out that wheeljack is actually voiced by Cristo Fernandez who you might be familiar with as who Kevin Danny Rojas Danny Rojas <laughs> and it was really cool uh that was a cool interaction between him and Noah of like oh you know Spanish she's like no I don't this is just how it sound like you know like it, it was it was a great line with Anthony Ramos I feel like it was I like like he says it's kind of racist he's like how is it racist you're a robot um but it was a good line there um, we find out um, that eventually this is where the Autobots take on the uh, Predacons again, and uh, they're not doing so hot. Uh, we'll say still it's a it's a bad bad it's, it's a evenly matched battle until Scourge, uh, sh- I it was like shoot something at Air Razor that kind of like rusts her, and eventually we find out it takes over her mind. Yeah, they'll fight the, the the names of the other three um, Terracons were Scourge, uh, Nightbird, and Battle Trap. Yeah. And they, they kind of gave, gave him the work for most of the movie. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like, too, it is interesting, like, always the, like, minions of the villains in every Transformers movie, like, oh, yeah, like, that was someone's favorite back in the day. They didn't know it, but, like, hey, they're here. They're not going to get a really a big speaking role, but they're here. Yeah, and I would say it's an end review, but I will also say, though, uh, good job to the producers and writers of this franchise. They, 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 they've they told pretty two, two pretty good stories with Bumblebee in this one with, and without... The, your, your normal uh, Decepticons, Megatron, Starscream, y'all, that there. whole crew. We're getting there. You know we oh, yeah. It's going to be oh, a yeah. good time. Um, but we find out... Actually, sorry. Scourge and the Terracons. What is the Predacon, then? The Predacons were the the Decepticons of, of Beast Wars. So the Maximals and the Predacons. But they weren't any Predacons in this movie that, that okay. I saw. They were all pretty much Terracons. This description changed it. It was messing with me the entire time. I apologize <laughs> for that. Um, we find out eventually that the Autobots escape um, Scourge and the Terracons. They run into Maximal Prime. This is where I said we get this exchange between Maximal and Optimus saying Maxim- Maximal Prime. Wait, no. Optimal Prime, sorry. Optimal Prime, Was yeah. named after Optimus. And like, wait, are you from the future again? This is a weird thing that like it was there. But they didn't like overly explain it. But you got it because you like you know about that with Transformers. I think it was that too. And I think any attempt to try to further explain it would just have been muddy. So it's like no, it, it, it's it's just a weird thing. Let's move on. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, we <laughs> find out all easy enough. Yeah. We also it's 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 Transformers. We get it. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, the Maximals have actually been working with humans to protect the other half of their trans warp key. Pretty much this entire movie, we find out that Noah's focused on saving the human race, trying to get that payday. Optimus has been focused on who cares about the planet of Earth. I just want to get home to Cybertron and get back in the war. Eventually, it is Optimus Primal who kind of brings them both together, get on the same page. But not before Air Razor is fully corrupted, takes the transwarp key to Scourge. And eventually, she takes on Optimus Primal. She asks her, him to kill her. And then Air Razor, unfortunately, is defeated. Yeah, that was sad. Voiced by Michelle Yell. She did a great job of kind of being like the mediator between the Autobots and the Maximals. Mm-hmm. And as, as, at this point, I'm like, they're just dropping Autobots with good guys, like 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 hotcakes. Like first, Bumblebee's dead. Now Eric <laughs> is gone. Who's next? Good lord! It is funny because the entire movie after Bumblebee dies, Optimus is dragging Bumblebee's dead body throughout the entire movie. I'm like, okay. <laughs> It was kind of like uh, uh, Revenge of the Fallen when he got he died, and then they're like, "Let's take him to Egypt." Like, why? Because we'll get him back to life. We'll you sure. It I don't out. know. Energon. We'll, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, what was the Matrix leadership? Uh, it be this weird scene. Eventually, Scourge <laughs> combines both parts of the Transwarp keys on top of a Volcano in Peru. This is where we see Unicron forming, about to invade Earth. Huge clouds over Earth. No one really like. Oh, what is that? That's weird. <laughs> Funny part of this scene. Eric links to me. Eric says. Is there a volcano in Peru? Like, man, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> uh, all mountains are volcanoes, right? I don't know. I don't know. Exactly. Te- tectonic plates. Uh, <laughs> this is eventually we find out Autobots, Maximals, under Noah's leadership, decide we're going to try to save the day regardless of what we can do. They go on. They f- also, weird MacGuffin. A lot of people in our theaters laughed about that. There was a human-shaped hole for the humans to get through all the junk that was the Autobots taking on the Terracons to try and stop the device that was making Unicron form. <laughs> we have a giant-sized race. Their exalt pipes are, are smaller than ours, so yeah. we can just fit in them. They got tiny ones. You know, what, uh, the RC one that was in all the other Transformer movies. Oh, yeah, she's tiny, too. She, she, she actually was. She fit inside Wheeljack in his vehicle mode. Yeah, come on. So it worked out. There you go. <laughs> Uh, also, I'm not talking about RC. I'm talking about the RC Transformer. That oh, was yeah, the, yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. The like uh, Joe Pesci sounded one. Yeah, it, it, it was Tom Kenny and somebody else that voiced him. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we find out we get this big bad fight. It is very much akin to Endgame, which let's face it, it's the prime example of how to do a great ending of a movie. So everyone's gonna repeat it, <laughs> you know. Yeah, even even um, well, we can get into it. So the fight starts. I'm sorry, you go into it because there, there is a point where it's just like it's like Endgame. Yeah, fight fight really starts. It is you know Optimus, the Autobots, and then the uh, Maximals who were surviving at least decide we're gonna do it. They both say uh, they say Maximals, Autobots roll out and like yeah, that was a, yeah, assemble part. Uh, and, uh, Optimus probably was all Maximals, Maximize, and they transform. It's like yeah. Yes, uh, which is really dope. But then we find out Scourge just all of a sudden develops the ability to create Terracons out of nowhere, which is okay. You you, you need fodder. I get it. Yeah, it it, it was the same thing in Infinity War. It was like, so he has these things? Well, I guess he needs something to fight. Whatever. (laughs) Uh, But then we also see that uh, Mirage is caught up with Noah and Elena as they're in trouble because Scourge knows they're under him. Uh, He protects Noah, but in doing so, he dies as well. Not before kind of, I don't know, turning his body into a body armor, a power suit for Noah, which Kevin technically is from. Uh, I believe it was the first movie, but there are also a bunch of episodes where... Um, the animated the movie, by the, the way. W- w- the animated movie, yes. 
But they've created like little suits of armor for their humans to protect them during mm. the fight, basically. Yes. Um, also, really weird vibes. I don't know if this is just because like we've had Avengers and everything. Got a lot of Ultron vibes from Scourge after they like, got rid of like his face mask. I'm like, oh, it's just Ultron. <laughs> Well, he was very Ultron-y, actually. I mean, that's what you got to do. <laughs> uh, but eventually we find out Noah with the power suit and Optimus are able to defeat Scourge. They also uh, bef- uh, they do this right before Scourge destroys the MacGuffin to, dest- to destroy Unicron forming. Eventually we find out... Uh, actually, how do they get, how do they blow up the, the device? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, so, so before all of that, um, as Unicron's entering Earth's atmosphere, I guess, he releases a pulse... And the pulse happens to awaken all the dormant energon in the mountain. Mm-hmm. And then when that happens, they had laid Bumblebee on a ah, dormant energon mound. Yes. And it reawakened Bumblebee. And he actually got on Stratosphere. And we get an awesome, <laughs> awesome, awesome attack scene. A la Captain Marvel coming in from the, from the sky. The call to come um, back. And he just takes out as as many Terracons as he can. It was it was great to great. see. That's going to be really cool for kids to see. I, I feel like because kids love Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. So when he actually gets killed in the beginning and he comes back, I think kids are going to lose their mind this weekend. I, yeah. I can't wait to see that actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> other cool thing was just references. They did reference Bumblebee of like uh, Bumblebee to Optimus is like, oh, they're my friends, and Optimus says, we know you made friends with a couple humans. <laughs> oh, yeah. like two years ago but not all humans are like that it's like ah connected Haley Steinfeld and Bumblebee um, but that, that was really cool uh, but eventually Terracons the tower is destroyed Optimus Noah um, well, I guess technically both Optimus this is Primal and Prime uh, with Noah get out of there just in the nick of time Unicron unfortunately cannot devour Earth this time he's stuck in whatever dimension he's stuck in uh, also the best part is when after right before Optimus Prime kills Scourge. He goes, let me show you the true power of a Prime. And like just takes his spine yes. out of him. Optimus neck. was very petty. That's what the word was, I remember. <laughs> yeah, just like the entire petty time, like Optimus got sass. Peter Cullen just like, F it, I'm going all in as Optimus <laughs> <Well>, Prime. <laughs> yeah. Optimus Prime, was, uh, he wasn't the same Optimus. Like I feel like in the Bay movies, even like the, well, more the first three than the second two. He was very like uh, wisdom and knowledge, and like we had to protect the humans. This is our blah blah blah. So he was like, "No, we got to fight where they at. Let's go." Mm-hmm. And it's still <laughs> petty, very petty. Yeah. Uh, eventually, the movie ends. We find out that the Transformers—they kind of just went on their own way, as far as we know. Um, we didn't really get any teases of villain stuff. But we find out Elena getting interviewed on sixty Minutes for discovering the like uh, hidden temple they found when they were looking for the Transwarp keys. Uh, and it, petty, by the way, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, what are you guys? It's fine. Whatever. It's fine. Um, but we also find out Noah is going for a job. He's actually talking to his interviewer, who says, "You know, we know what's going on. We actually, you know, we we know what you got. We worked with, with the big guys, and your country wants to thank you. We're going to pay for your brother's hospital bills for his entire stay as long as he can. He has twenty four seven medical access, which is really dope." You're like. Okay, everyone in the theater is like, oh, this guy is probably teen up. He works for Sector 7, which we know Sector is kind seven, of the, yep. the government organization that's been in all the other Transformers movies. It's what John Turturro's agency is. It's what also uh, Josh Duhamel kind of works for, too, yeah. in those movies. But, Kevin, I'll leave it to you. So after that, he kind of moves a plaque like this. Like this plaque. That plaque, like, correct. Award-winning, yeah. yes. He moves a plaque on his on his wall and opens up like a big old, it's a fake wall. It opens up like this, this big worktop-looking place. And you see kind of like a, a prototype 
like I don't know boat or airship on the floor, mm-hmm. and guys walking around walking. And, I, and I, I'm I'm thinking at this point when he moves, it's going to be like a big seven on the floor because mm. sector seven. So before he goes in, he tells Noah, "We'll look forward to hearing from you." He hands him a card again. Five seconds, six, six, seven. So as the door closes, Noah's kind of looking, and he pulls up the card like this, and it says "GI Joe." Mm-hmm. We have a Hasbro <laughs> cinematic universe, y'all. <laughs> and when I tell you, the theater erupted in like, "Oh my gosh!" Mm-hmm. I, I didn't think that little Easter egg because let's be honest, GI Joe movies ain't been great. I mean, yeah. the last one came out so long ago and had The Rock, and they killed off Channing Tatum. In the first, what, 10 minutes? Like, it was like, why'd you oh, do we, that? Oh, we also had Snake Eyes, which no one saw, because that was oh, during the pandemic. The pandemic release, and apparently it was terrible. Yeah. Um, but apparently there's still G.I. Joe fandom out there, because everybody's for this now. Mm-hmm. Just, just from the small sample size of what? 200 people were yeah, there last night. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and eventually that's where the movie ends. We do have, a, we'll talk about this in a little bit. We have a mid credit scene. Where we find out Noah is actually able to repair Mirage. Kevin, was this n- kind of make Mirage look like how he is more in the cartoons and the animated series, sort of, or as far as you know? A little bit, maybe, but at the same time, we saw him transform into a Lamborghini and something else in the beginning of the movie. So an he, F- he an F1 car. He wants to. An F1 yeah. car, yeah. Whenever he wants to transform, he can change, he can change his form. It's no big deal. So. Yes. I mean, the Transformers robots in disguise, you know. More- also, Pete Davidson killed it as Mirage. Yeah, it wasn't really super annoying. I think it's because he was like a robot, and that's just what the personality of the robot was. I also loved, at one point, I think it was Optimus Primal, says humans are more than meets the eye, and everyone's like, ah! He did the thing! He did the thing! <laughs> he referenced it. Um, but Kevin, that was the movie. Let's talk about, you know, we already talked about we gave it an 8 out of 10. Really, that last... <laughs> 30 seconds of the movie, another movie we're talking about next week did the same thing. This one did it so much better because we didn't see it happening at all. It The movie was leaning, hey, we know, you think you know where you're going. False. Guess what? The Michael Bayverse, that's done. This is its own universe now. Forget what you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think they'll be ambitious enough to do a weird split universe uh, Transformers movie that's going to confuse everybody, mm-hmm. but I think the Bayverse is done. Uh, it's done. We're, we're moving. Hopefully, we'll move forward with another Transformers movie in the two or three years. That with the, with these characters, um, the only way, like I said, the only way I can figure out if they do, uh, I guess they think this is a prequel to the Bayverse is if for some reason they leave Optimus Prime leaves the Earth mm-hmm. in the next movie to go do something, mm-hmm. and Leesbone will be there. That that's the only way I can figure out if they do it or not. Yeah, but this looks like it because even besides Bumblebee and Optimus, every other Autobot is a new Autobot. They not haven't really been the same ones in the last. RC was introduced, and in, I think in Revenge of the Fallen or something like three seconds. She wasn't yeah. in Doctor Demon. Yeah, <laughs> so that, that's it. Yeah, like or one of those movies. I don't know which one. Um, yeah. But yeah, so like Hasbro Cinematic Universe, that's if it's we're going there. You would assume we get a G.I. Joe movie next or something. The rumor is now what well, we know this, John Cena's character from Bumblebee, like everyone's like, the, the theory was he's actually Duke from, uh, from G.I. Joe and then he'll tie in. I actually want that to happen now because why not? John Cena as a Joe? Hell yeah. That makes so much sense. I mean, it makes sense. Um, I've seen some things that say uh, it's been debunked, but if, 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 even if it has been debunked and he said no, go back to the director. That, that, that that's, that's the easiest casting in the world. He literally does this, 
every time he comes to the ring. Come on. <laughs> and also, Kevin, if you noticed this, I don't know if this was teasing or foreshadowing. His theme for his ring gear, his T-shirt for WrestleMania Goes Hollywood, this last WrestleMania was G.I. Joe themed. <laughs> wow. I didn't, I didn't catch Planned that. it the entire time. Right in front of our face. Right in front of our face. <laughs> uh, but, Kevin, with this being, I mean, this has been a rumored thing. This is the thing we're talking about the producers trying to downplay the entire time because it got leaked. Um, G.I. Joe-wise, are you as well-versed in it as Transformers? Totally okay if you're not. I mean the toys, yes. The the lore, no. No, the toys um, are awesome though. Anything? <laughs> think the possibilities of we could have Cobra Commander teaming up with Megatron, Cobra! and then <laughs> Optimus Prime. Um, obviously, there's that. But did you there, know there was a Marvel comic series that was a crossover of Transformers, and and yeah, Joe, I never read it, but I know that, that, that you go read it now. Get that tea and find <laughs> out about everything. Other interesting thing is. This was interesting because Hasbro, for the Dungeons and Dragons movie, which it technically owns under its licensing, for that movie they didn't put the Hasbro logo on it. They put the like the E Lab Films, which is what Hasbro's like film division is. This movie had Hasbro's actual logo on it. And I'm assuming GI Joe will. Interesting thing is Hasbro owns the rights to Power Rangers, Rom the Space Knight, Micronauts, Mask, M-A-S-K, the one we talked about, that, yes, as well, Monopoly, Furby, Nerf, Ouija Boards, the Ouija verse is going to connect in here, Play-Doh, Twister, My Little Pony is the big one. I think that's the third one you get in this. We're going to get some My Little Pony. <laughs> I, do, I do think the easiest way to do a, a Transformers and G.I. Joe like a, a connected movie, it's like the easiest thing to do. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you want to get ambitious, throw in them Power Rangers. That would be kind of cool not? to me. You know, connect them all. Kevin wants more Power Rangers on the screen. That'll be a movie just for me. It would just be me in the theater, nobody else. <laughs> 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 but I, I did see this on Deadline that right now, um, Transformers is tracking for a hundred million dollar uh, uh, debut this, worldwide this weekend. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting because I. You know, this movie has has had decreased returns. It's kind of, it's kind of become a joke, especially for the last two. What Michael Bay did was like mm-hmm. really really bad. Um, even though the the last one was more funny than bad, it was like wow, you guys really just don't care yeah. anymore. But like these Bumblebee and this, say what you will about the movie, but like to have this, like we're going somewhere. You know, this movie really yeah. set the path of we're going somewhere. Oops, sorry, I hit the mic. Got so excited. But this, the last like <laughs> five minutes of this movie. Had us so excited for it of like we want more. Yes, please give me that now. Joe. Yeah. Even when the guy turned around, uh, everybody got excited. Like they knew who he was. Like no, he's just a character actor. I don't know his name. Yeah, it's been a bunch of stuff though. But he's not. He's not anybody that's important. And then boom, he he works for the Joes, and you know he's your Nick your, your Nick Fury for GI Joes as far as we know. You know, <laughs> actually uh, he's Michael Kelly, and he's best known for Duck Stamper on House of Cards. But I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. Exactly. You've seen him in a ton of stuff. But you will see him in the next Transformers G.I. Joe movie, which here's the thing, Kevin. Oh, Do we, he was yes. the Man of Steel. He was he was the other the other reporter that was like hitting on that other girl that wasn't Clark Kent. Sure. Yeah, he's just always yeah. in the background. You never realize yeah. who he is. Kevin, do we get a new another obviously we have that animated Transformers movie that it's kind of weird. We don't know a lot of celebrities are voicing characters they shouldn't be. That one's happening. Do you think we get another live action Transformers movie first, or do we get a G.I. Joe movie first to continue this trend? A G.I. Joe movie would be easier to make because it wouldn't be as CG heavy. Mm-hmm. But um, it depends because 
after this weekend, of course, they were released that like they already greenlit something mm-hmm. um, or something's already in the works. So I'm going to say maybe Transformers first and then G.I. Joe, just because of the history of G.I. Joe franchise, where Transformers was declining. G.I. Joe was bad twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'll, I'll say Transformers before G.I. Joe. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. Anything else about this movie, Kevin? Just about it as we wrap up and stuff? We had no stuff aside. Surprisingly, pretty cool movie. I mean, it's not it's, it's not the greatest thing in the world. It's, it's Transformers. It's not, yeah. It's not Guardians this year. Not not Into the Spider Verse. It's not. Um, what's another great movie that came out this year? Um, Dungeons and Dragons was good too. That we slept yeah. on that one. Yeah. It's kind of like the same level of Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Like this is really cool. Mm-hmm. Like I, like this is definitely a movie where it's like, uh, if you get dragged to it, it's not a bad experience. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, only time will tell. Uh, but you heard it here first. We both enjoyed the movie, and uh, what we have planned for the end of this podcast, I just can't wait. We're about, about like a minute away from that, and I'm so excited. But let us know what you think. If you made it through the entire thing with us talking through the plot, hey, you made it. Go Joe. You know what I'm saying? Um, but when you see the movie, let us know. Let us know what you think about it. We probably will try to do let us know your reviews probably on like monday's episode let's face it not no everyone's not gonna immediately go to the theaters to see this movie which is totally okay it's not across spider-verse but if you're looking for something fun to watch immediately yeah (laughs) um then yeah whatever uh then go see it for (laughs) sure um obviously jb perry in chat said will jgl come back as cobra commander we can only hope we can only hope not doing much else right now He, he has the apple tv show Hit record, too. He's got that, which we're supposed to be doing the music and all the weird stuff um, for the Beyond Good and Evil 2 game. And where the hell is that at? Beyond Good and Evil 2. That and god dang uh, the Skull and Bones. Ubisoft, what the heck, man? Come on, man. You got a forward later this month. We want to find out the T. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, But we will be back on Monday. Not only breaking down the Xbox showcase that happens this Sunday. Don't worry. We will be telling you all the T from that. But, Kevin, we will be talking about one DC superhero that's movie's been years in the making. Years in the making. Very fast speedster. And we'll be back on Monday talking about The Flash because we've both seen it. We saw it already, and we cannot wait to talk about it because we got two different versions of the same movie. (laughs) And two different opinions of the same movie, too. It's going to be very interesting. That's going to be an interesting time. But, Kevin... Do we want to do it now, or do you want to do it after we do the actual in- outro? Tell you what, you, you start the outro, and I'll finish it. All right, there we go. Well, <laughs> make sure you follow us everywhere you need to go, at infinite, under- infinite underscore pods. Always a good time there. See funny memes, all the good tea you need to know about the nerdy news you need to know, including going to hot995.com slash crisis crew. Stay up to date. Find out about a Magic the Gathering card that has a $500,000 bounty on it. We'll talk about that on Monday. And you can always keep it locked to YouTube.com or Twitch.tv slash Infinite Underscore Pods. Interact with us in the comments. Always a good time. JB Perry, Andy Drogon. Also got a welcome first timer in the chat today. Let me get to your comment. Outsider life. We appreciate you interacting with us. But as always, my name is Hoodie. And I... I'm Optimus Prime. <laughs> and I send this message to all Autobots taking refuge among the stars. We are here. We are waiting.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.